now go to actual audio of Mr. and Mrs. Ben and Jennifer Affleck arguing while walking to their car outside of a Los Angeles coffee shop. Have a good day. Yeah, you got it. Wow. Yeah, you got it. He scolds the journalists for filming them as they walk to the car arguing. That's right. Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez. Well, it looked like they were having words anyway as they were exiting a coffee shop over the weekend. Now, we have used our equipment here at Boys Rooms. Hey, everybody, stay on the joke, man, talking. How the fuck are you? <laughs> we have used mediocre equipment we bought with the fucking coupon yeah on layaway to isolate the conversation that exchange of words you can barely hear it in the beginning but there was an exchange between the two then of course after ben damn near slammed the door in her fucking legs as she got in the car then he got a pissy test of verity with the uh, paparazzi, of course, was filming in a public place. Have a good day. Yeah, you got it. Good. You know, Brad Pitt, of all people, he said one of the smartest things I think anyone ever said about fame. It's the one thing you can never get rid of. Even after you're fucking dead, you cannot get rid of it. So if you don't want paparazzi following you around, don't be famous. <laughs> The only one you can't help is infamous. Yeah. That was your fault. You fucked up somewhere big time. Or just did something really questionable. But back to this conversation. Back to the conversation between Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Like I say, we use some of our Craco sure fine equipment up here in the boys' room studios to isolate that conversation. I believe we were able to capture some of it. I just think that life is kind of beautiful that way and that it balances don't talk out. To me. Don't look at me. Just pick Everybody your ass has up their journey to walk. And you think it's gonna be one thing and it's another thing and it has twists and turns and all you can do is like love each other through it. Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. Out. That's it, Skippy. Pack your shit. Let's go. Have a good day. Yeah, you got it. Is it just me, or does it sound like it started already? Jennifer's all into the marriage, and yeah, Ben's already looking for the exit. Now, I could be wrong, because the paparazzi just accused those two of having an argument last week, Wednesday, on the red carpet. Yeah, they were out doing something, and they looked like they were having a pretty icy exchange, but a professional lip reader was brought in, and what they thought was an argument was actually reassurance. Jennifer was afraid her top might be cut too low, showing too much breast. And Ben was reassuring her, saying, it's okay. He wasn't saying, shut up, bitch. He was saying, it's okay. It's okay. You look great. Don't worry about it. And at one point, what looked like an exchange of anger was actually Jennifer going, stay close to me. And him saying, it's okay, babe. I bet he beats the piss out of her every night. Yeah. <laughs> Couples are allowed to argue, folks. Couples are allowed to have a bad day. 
Good God, you're not normal if you don't fight once in a while. If you do, it doesn't mean the end of the fucking world. Take it easy. It's how you act during the fight. That's going to be the determining factor. How do you act during fights? I act like a fucking maniac. You never know which way I'm going. High, low, through the window, it don't matter. <laughs> I scare people in this neighborhood when I'm pissed off. Yeah, nobody comes out of their home. Everybody stays inside. I'm not shitting because I'm loud. And I don't give a fuck if the next county hears me. Because <laughs> his cleats are red tonight. That's right back towards Felder and it hits him. He's down on the ground and C.J. Crone calling timeout right away. Ow. Looks like Ryan Feltner from the Colorado Rockies got exactly what was coming to him the other day. Yeah. He threw a pitch, and it was line drive right back into his fucking forehead. It's a red tonight. That's right back towards Felder, and it hits him. He's down on the ground, and C.J. Crone calling timeout right away. Fractured skull, folks. Fractured, yeah. A little more in a concussion. I played baseball for nine years. I was a terrible pitcher, but, man, I'll tell you, when I, I never got beamed in the head by baseball, but in softball, <laughs> when you're playing softball with a bunch of cops and people your age during the summer and between triple headers, you're downing an 18-pack of beer with the guys. Now, now, we had DDs, you know, wives and girlfriends to drive our drunk asses home. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. Let me restate that. Some of us had wives and girlfriends to drive our drunk asses home. <laughs> By the time you get to that third game in the dead of summer, you're a little dehydrated. Your reactions aren't as quick as they were at the first game. Yeah. So when you go to the championship game, there's a real good chance you might have to eat a line drive or two, and that I did. But I didn't have to be fucking hospitalized. Ryan Feltner and his brand new friend, Mr. Skull Fracture, are going to keep their asses off the playlist for at least 15 days. 15 days? That's it? It's only head trauma. Are you sure? Well, yeah, I guess 15 days would be the soonest he could possibly come back. We'll see. I hope he's okay. By the way, I'm not a doctor, but I am a head trauma injury coma patient. Yeah, I was out for damn near a month, and I wanted, I'd want i like to say hi to everybody out there at the Commonwealth of Virginia, out there at the uh, medical center who uh, took care of me. Yeah. I understood there were about 50 people sitting upstairs watching through a window when they operated on my ass. <laughs> uh, just for the hell of it, I'll tell you what happened. Mr. Head Trauma talking here. Hi there. Now, I don't have anything to say about how I got there in the back of a, a detective's car, which is kind of peculiar, but I was dying. This shows you how fascinating the brain is. Doctors couldn't do anything. They couldn't operate it on me because nobody knew who I was. Like I said, they, I had ID on me, but they didn't know how or who the hell reach. you got to remember, this is back in the landline days, unless you had a big fucking bag phone. You weren't talking mobile. So the doctors didn't know who to call. Some strange people showed up at my girlfriend's house in uh, Richmond, told her I was already dead. Well, I was going to die, except when I was lying there in the emergency room, my skull split open, both my arms broken, I'm a bloody mess. They said, unconscious, I began reciting my grandmother's phone number, including area code. 
you just started saying the number, 918, blah, 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 blah. It didn't take long for us. That's a phone number. And they started, you said it like seven or eight times, and we wrote it down, and we called, and your grandmother answered in the wee hours of the morning. She said, that's my grandson. Save him. Yeah. It's an interesting story, but I'm not telling it. You want to hear it? Bombing down poinsettia every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., britches. All right, let's move on. Enough about me. Are there any women out there listening that have been pecker-slapped by Scott Bayo? <laughs> you know, I only bring up Chachi from Happy Days because, well, he made the news over the weekend. You know, he sold his mansion that I guess he's had for 40-plus years out there in L.A. He finally sold it, and... He was bitching, but oh, it's terrible out there, and it's this, and it's that, and it's a, it's violent, and it blah, you know, and he dumping all, and I'm moving to Florida where everybody just hangs out, and it's like, do I smell a political influence piece coming from Chachi of Happy Days? <laughs> Keep your eyes open, husbands everywhere. The reputation that Scott Bayo has? Oh, OMG. I did the sequel to his shitty movie Zapped. I was in Zapped again. Yeah. So I'm a little bitter about that. Maybe that's why I'm saying these things. But I just didn't understand why they had to do a whole freaking weekend piece on Scott Bayo sitting on his house in California and moved to Florida. It just smelled like a rat to me. It smelled like something like a politically motivated, oh, let's see, let's test the waters and see how receptive people are to Scott Bayo. Why, who would have a problem with Scott Bayo? Well, sorry, Scotty, but you've been accused of sexual assault and violence and rape and all kinds of shit. You're rap sheet, and I, don't, I know nothing. I mean, this is just all hearsay shit, but, you know, so is Donald Trump's rap sheet, so is Bill Cosby's rap sheet, so is Jeffrey Epstein's rap sheet. Chachi's moving to Florida, and I predict there will be women pecker slapped against their will. That's right. Monday, slappy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, slappy days. Thursday, Friday, slappy days. Saturday, what a day. Scott Bale's going to pecker slap you. Y'all stay right here. Got to get a quick word into the show's sponsor, FireMed's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. I'll be right back to tell you about Brittany Griner, the active steps she's taken right now to help other Americans held captive in Russia and overseas, as well as how the national anthem, she says, touches her these days. We're going to talk about that and take a look at today's headlines that are important to me right after this. FireMed's. Henrietta's Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at FireMeds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one-ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks, firemeds, they don't be selling whore weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> no pimps, no middlemen. You know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main in Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Fire. 
Pyramids Family Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Brittany Griner, the six foot nine, seven time All Star who missed the entire 2022 season because of the detainment in Russia, finally made it back to the court to a very, very warm welcome. Considering where she's been, she had a pretty damn good game. Ten points, a couple of rebounds. I think she even slammed one in there, got a ton of applause. Brittany says, here in the National Anthem, it definitely hits different. It's like when you go for the Olympics, you're sitting there, you know, about to get gold on your neck. The flags are going up and the anthem is playing. It just hits different. But being here today, wow, means a lot. Griner announced in April she's working with the Bring Our Families Home campaign. It was formed last year by the family members of American hostages and wrongful detainees held overseas. She said her team's been in pretty close contact with the family of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, I think is how you pronounce his name. And I'm just glad she, she does play an active role. When she's not on the court, she's on the freaking phone and doing what she can to get out there publicly about it. And God bless her. Good for you, Brittany. Glad you're back. I trust everybody out there had a great weekend. We didn't do a damn thing. I mean, I would go see our in-laws, but for the most part yesterday, hell, I just hung out in my garage all day. You know, it's a man's garage, and I was out there in my man's garage all weekend. That's what men do. I'm always working around the house and doing stuff, but I only bring that up because this is going to sound kind of trivial and petty. But it just irritates the fuck out of me, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Before we get into the headlines, I want to talk about this real quick. My wife has some beautiful little perennial flowers or whatever the fuck planted in her flower bed up front that we went and picked up. I built the flower bed. She bought the flowers and planted them. Well, somebody come up and dug up one of her prettier flowers and stole it. That's right. Fucking plant theft. What, am I going to have to put a tracking device on my goddamn elderberry plant now? Are you serious? Of course, my wife is absolutely livid. Hey, it only costs five bucks. Who gives a shit? Well, I do. Yeah. It only cost, but it cost me. Now, this may not be verbatim. I'm kind of paraphrasing what my wife said, but it was something along the lines of what kind of a meat-headed, shit-sat motherfucker lowlife would come up here and dig my fucking plant up and steal it? I mean, that's not a recording. I wouldn't say it's gospel, but, you know, it's good, good cliff notes. (laughs) So I put on my uh, cockblock Holmes hat, and I did a little detective work. That's right. Well, what do you do? you got to go to the crime scene. I went to the crime scene. Wow. Well, the first thing I noticed at the crime scene was that there was almost no crime scene. It was so clean. Yeah. You couldn't even tell where a plant was buried. It was just level soil. You see, had a child stolen this, I would imagine there'd be dirt on the blocks of the flower bed. 
in the grass. There might even be a trail through the yard of soil. Maybe the kid's just real clean, cockblock. What? Are you fucking crazy? You know any clean kids around here that put dirt back in the hole? That's right. What? I suspect the perpetrator was an adult. At 20 or 30? That's right. What? I'll go even further, sir. At about 20 or 30 years to that age, yeah. 50 or 60, I'm guessing. Some old fart was either driving by or walking by, saw it, wanted it. Disguised the crime scene, hoping you wouldn't notice right away. But you did. Get them fuckers. Shut the fuck up, what? What? Young kids wouldn't have been this neat. They wouldn't have given a shit. They just would have dug a big hole, left it there, had dirt strung halfway across the fucking yard. But an adult would do it this neat. They would also be the only ones blatant enough to just walk up in broad daylight and do it. Yeah. Because then if you go out there and confront them, they're going to play the old card. Oh, I'm sorry. I just really like this flower. What they were doing was malicious and mean, but they'll play the old card. So you'll give them a pass. Yeah, just for being old. You know, it's funny that when you get to be a senior citizen, you think a lot of this petty shit should be out of you by now. Yeah, I know it's a flower caper. $5 fucking flower. I'm not interested in filing charges. No, not even for petty theft. I just want to know who it is so I can deal with it. Let me handle it, and I promise you they'll never steal from me again. I had a woman steal groceries from me one time. You want to, you want to get in trouble with me? Steal my food. Now you're in real deep shit. You don't steal from poor boys. Food? Are you fucking crazy? You might as well stole a kilo of cocaine. You're playing with your fucking life. (laughs) Yeah, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. I was living on the west side and over by the theater, and I I was letting her stay with me. She was hiding from her dad, and she stayed with me, and then I told her, you're going to have to move out because police are driving by by my house every night, spot lamping my house. I said, you're going to have to get out. She was... Look, this is bullshit over 30 years ago, okay? Word I got was this: some police official was knocking the shit out of his daughter, who I was acquainted with a friend of hers. She needed a place to hide. I hit her until they started spot-lamping my house, and I had enough. I had just come out of that coma. I had enough shit, so I didn't need any heat from anybody. I said, you're going to have to roll. I gave her bath towels. I gave her a mattress to sleep on. I gave her all kinds of shit, so she had to have her own apartment, and and she still robbed my food. She she waited until I was at school or at down at the TV station or something. She got her shit and got out, and she also took. I had just bought $200 worth of groceries like the week prior, and I eat very little. But she took almost everything, left me like two cans of stuff, like a can of Vienna sausages and a Hormel chili or something. Oh, I found her. I found out where she was. I kicked her door in. I didn't want anything back. She tried to give me everything I gave her. I said, I don't want that back. Just give me my fucking food. Yeah. I left her a few cans of food. You get your own fucking food. This is mine, bitch. I know who took the flour. I don't want it back. Not after you've been home finger banging it, fucker. One more time, and I'm going to come there. I'm going to catch you vulnerable. 
I'm going to drag you back by the hair of your head, and I'm, you're going to plant it in front of my wife. I'm talking to you, chicken shit, because you're wrong. You're flat out fucking wrong, and you don't have the balls to even accept that you're wrong. And that's what's so goddamn pathetic. I'm not a tough guy. I'm not a big man. But I'm quite capable of protecting my own. It would be unfortunate. Something that petty. It would, it would trigger me. I know it would. And they'd get to meet Mr. Bastard Red-Headed Stepchild. And that guy is a mean motherfucker. And he does not care. Would you like a, would you like a happy dandelion? <laughs> You're right. All right, here we go. Breaking news. <laughs> Folks, the flesh-rotting zombie drug in Los Angeles is for fucking real. If you're into Walking Dead and shit, hey, good news. You get to live it. LA officials are monitoring the uh, rising surge in the flesh-rotting zombie drug. The local street drug called Trank, also known as the animal tranquilizer, xylazine, or whatever the fuck it's called, well, can lead to the side effects of flesh rot. That's right. People are taking animal tranquilizers like heroin and fentanyl. And stuff along with horse tranquilizers. Doesn't anybody fucking huff paint anymore? Where's all the paint huffers these days? What's up? Krylon making pussy paint now? Hey, Krylon, you need to up your game. You're getting run out by Trank. Donald Trump was uh, careful to wish all mothers around the world especially the fascists, communists, and Marxists on the left <laughs> on Mother's Day yesterday. Yeah, I found it peculiar that he wished everybody happy Mother's Day except for his wife, Melania. Yeah, I just kind of forgot about her. I mean, if I had to surmise, if I had to guess, I would guess Melania probably isn't too much like Church of Scientology leader David Miscavige's wife, Yeah, who hadn't been seen or heard from in fucking years. Yeah. Uh, Melania, you see and hear from her, but ah, something tells me that they're staying married not out of love. It's not devotion. They're not doting over one another. <laughs> I don't see any of that. No, no. I see a stack of NDAs about seven inches thick with Melania's name signed on all of them. And I guarantee you until he's either dead or there's just no chance in hell he's ever going to be president or he's in prison she ain't going to get out of that marriage. And when she does leave, it'll probably be with what she has in her pockets. What the hell is going on at Sports Illustrated? OMG. Hey, parents, y'all need to hide the Sports Illustrated from your kids. Yeah, and the Jurgens. Your sons are being corrupted by nasty-ass Sports Illustrated. Listen to this announcement that just came down. We just got the audio. This is audio from the Today Show featuring Martha Stewart. Okay, we can't wait any longer and neither can Martha. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. Introducing this year's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Cover Model, 
Martha oh, Stewart. Oh, wait, what? Seeing it for the very first time. Martha, <laughs> what do you think? I, I like that picture. Shut your nasty ass butt run down past your ankle's mouth. Yuck. All right, all right. Tit for tat. I think I'm going to go Kitty Rocker, Travis Titty Baby. Yeah, at least these tits aren't going to be hanging down past the fucking knees. Where are my Sports Illustrated? Where are they? Give them to me. I want all of them. Put them all up here. That's right. Fuck up my Sports Illustrated. Fuck you, Sports Illustrated. No old bitches on my jerk-off material. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to wrap it up with the Stand the Joke Man show. This is product of Joke Man Productions, LLC, broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on iHeart, Amazon, Apple, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Butthole, uh, super fucking cool podcasters, and there's lots of platforms. Anyway... Bombing down poinsettia. It's getting mighty itchy. And uh, we're going to have the fourth chapter coming up this Wednesday night. And the show will be back on Wednesday high noon. Until then, via Candios, mi amigos. Earn your shit song. Just when you think.